0: podcast about documentaries. I'm Matt. Uh once again, I am shopping around this week for a new co-host after uh after Kay went on a picnic in bear country and uh well, bad things happened, guys. They they found a foot and uh they found a uh, found an earring which I didn't realize he had his ear pierced apparently he did it right before. Blood and food, guys. Not good in bear country. Just saying. So this week I am joined by, I'm very excited about this. I'm joined by my good friend, J Mark Perry.
1: What's happening folks?
0: I have known J Mark now for probably at least 10 years longer. I'd say 10.
1: Oh yeah. 10 years, 10, 10, 11. Yeah. 11. Just about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, we're at that point in our lives now where we can go, Hey, uh, I've known this guy for a lot longer than it seems like, but now I think about it. I'm like, uh, when we were, when we met, we were both very, very young men. Thanks. So it's back when we were both serving. So this is, this is a while, it's a while back. I, uh, uh since then, J Mark has changed very little. It looks <laughs> like he's pretty much the same, pretty much the same age as when I met him, uh, and unlike me, which is, is highly upsetting, he is not doesn't appear he's gained weight at all. Ah, uh, yes. Just, he just he his hair got longer. That's that's the only difference. Your hair got longer. That's the only difference. Oh, well, my hair got longer. Yeah. But listen, I I have packed on some pounds. I look like the man <laughs> that ate Matt. All right.
1: Oh my goodness. I have
0: I have listen. I, I my pants are. I'm I'm buying the I'm buying the the stretchy pants now. No, you're I not. Stop lying to the people. Space. <laughs> Uh, just, just sweatpants all day, every day. I can't, no I, can't I can't fit in the jeans anymore. I can't <laughs> fit in the jeans anymore. I need something that's going to expand my meals. All right. Oh, so, but uh, so as I've been doing with my my guest co-hosts, I've been letting them pick the documentaries, and Jay Mark has never failed to disappoint me, and he picked a series called One Hundred People which at the time when I was watching it, I questioned whether it was a documentary, but it was so weird and interesting. <laughs> I decided that we had to talk about it.
1: Yes, please. So,
0: J-, J Mark, how did you, how did you, did you just, did you Google like documentaries or did you just turn on Netflix and you're like, I want. I, I don't care about his documentaries. I want to watch this. <laughs> I want to talk about this. How, how did this, how did, how did your choices come about here? So,
1: Um, my favor, my flavor for science and studies tends to be psychology and sociology, um, how people think, how people interact. Um, my bachelor's psychology, like I wanted to take sociology. And so when I saw that they were now doing a documented, which counts for a documentary, (laughs) a documented study on people interactions and or let's just call them interactions for now and why to do the things they do. I was just like, I gotta see this. Oh, it's like people watching in the mall, but you're at home.
0: That I feel like uh, to me, it felt like the hunger games with the, like with the crowd, you're, but you're like, you should give that person an ax and see what happens. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. They couldn't and guys. They couldn't. Let me just say, if you go to watch this and you think, I don't. I don't know if I qualify. This as a documentary. <laughs> J Mark is not bending on this. I'm all right. <laughs> we talked about this. He is not flexible on this. This was a documentary. It's a documentary. So almost an educational. You guys get off. And educational. So you guys get off his back. All right. I will. I will suffer no complaints. <laughs> so a hundred people. Uh, it's just like it's just what it sounds like. They take a hundred mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and they. uh, they ask them questions, they separate them into groups, mm-hmm. uh, they cut people out. It's it is it is definitely like a lesson in how people perceive things. There's at least one question that I really wanted to talk to you about mm-hmm. because they said most people are gonna pick this option, and I did not pick that option at all. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh no, I wonder if this means there's something wrong with me. Probably, yeah. But that was just yeah, probably. <laughs> so the way the way this starts off, they when they introduced it, they got a hundred people and they're all mm-hmm. standing in this. It looked like a check, like a checker's board.
1: Yeah, like I, you know, squares. assigned placements.
0: Yeah, assigned placements. Everybody lines up, and uh, there's there's three guests. There's like the three hosts mm-hmm. that were asking all the questions, and the first lady goes, uh, "Okay, so raise your hand if you believe." you're in the 50 like there's 50 say say look around you and raise your hand if you think you are the like less attractive than 50 percent of the people here mm-hmm. and a couple of people raised their hand and the the, the 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 hosts were just like all right leave and i was like damn <laughs> was that it like that's how they're like the, the, this is like they're just cutting people out right away they didn't like bother to explain anything. They're just like, get you're out, like, you're done.
1: Three minutes in, are you and, already kicking people out? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, I, all I could think was like, man, if I flew to be on the show and the first question they're like, thank you, see you later, I would be furious. I'd be like, man, are you serious right now? Oh.
1: And you eliminated because but, you thought you were ugly. That's the best part.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, was the, that was the worst part. I was like, these guys already feel bad about themselves. And you just toss them out of here like, like garbage. So then they said, Okay, everybody look around. Raise your hand if you think you are the like less attractive than 50% of the people here. And to me, I was like, I want to raise my hand. This is what happened to the last guys, they just tossed them out. But people raised their hands again and they kicked them out. So what was interesting was that they said, you know, raise your hand if you think you're in the, the lower 50% as far as attraction-wise. But after the first time 74 people were left mm-hmm. and then the second time there's a total of 65 people left mm-hmm. i like to think with the second time at least some of the people were like yeah i'm probably in the bottom 50 percent here but you aren't getting rid of me that easily <laughs> but i mean how, how did you feel about that were you surprised i feel like i wasn't surprised because i feel like people are generally speaking people are kind of like full i not i want to say full of themselves mm-hmm. but people are pretty confident in their looks. They, you know, they choose their, how they want to look, how they want to appear to people around them. Of course, I
1: I know it takes, it seems like a lot of people would talk down about themselves, but when you have to compare it to others, you are more likely to put yourself above someone else than you are to put yourself below someone else. And so for them to say 50% of you, technically 50% of you should have been less attracted than the other 50 and only what? 26 of you walk out <laughs> like, <laughs> they were like mm,
0: and, thank you. And yeah. listen, this, this was a video. So I was looking around and I'm like, you were definitely in the bottom 50%. Oh like,
1: yes, <laughs> I
0: did that too. I, I was trying not to be mean, but I was like listen, one of those people that walked away, not that bad looking, you are, you're, you're, you're in a much worse state than they are, right? You're looking a little little rough.
1: And don't forget, this is, again, because this is a, a mental and social trick, um, we all know, attractiveness is very subjective, very subjective. So you had older people, short people, who probably don't, you know, for the general popular, like, oh, you're too short for me, whatever, whatever, or you're old, so you're not better looking than a younger person. But to an older person, they're like, I don't want no baby face child. Like, give me a mature yeah. person. Yeah. So it's real well, subjective.
0: Well, and I'm sure like, uh, well, and you know, like you're saying it's subjective. So to me, like you look at one of the older people and I'm like, uh, no, I don't think you're in the top 50% here. But in their age group, maybe yeah. maybe that person was, was in the top 50%. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, like I said, but yeah, I was, I was, I was, I guess I wasn't surprised myself. I was like, yeah, I mean, like I said, especially the second time, I was like, there's no way I would raise my hand. Even if I looked around <laughs> and it was me and a bunch of Brad Pitt clones and some Angelina Jolie's tossed in there, Yeah. I'd still be like, oh, yeah, nope, I, I raised my hand. Me You're too. Me up. Yeah. I'd like, nah, not all yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm better than at least one of you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Like I'm not I'm not raising my hand. You're not getting me out of here like that. You're not, exactly. you're not gonna do me like you just did that first group.
1: I will admit the sec that I will say that might be a little um biased when you come to that second part because now you're not truly judging on um attractiveness. Some people definitely didn't raise their hand because they just didn't want to be um removed from the group. So that that second time around is definitely some um error era yeah. you know wiggle room in there.
0: Yeah, I mean if they were been like writing on a piece of paper, I would have been like, okay, but like I said, I mean I would have like after especially after they like kind of trimmed down 25 people in the first go, I'd be like, yeah, maybe I am in the lower 50%, but I'm not getting out of here. So <laughs> I, I'm just gonna keep my hands by my side. Maybe that's a trick. Maybe that maybe they'll cut us out, but oh yeah. yeah we'll see. Keep watching. Keep watching. They get better. Yes.
1: These tests do um they they shifted up a little bit.
0: There, there, these tests. Okay, so these tests, yeah. The hundred people, the ones they said, okay, you can go when they were cutting them loose. They didn't actually like, luckily, they didn't kick them all the curb and say, <laughs> get them, you know, get off the get off the lot. We're filming here. They actually kept them around, they brought them back in um to answer a bunch of more questions. These questions were posed by the judges. Mm-hmm. Uh they came up with them as they were uh you know sitting down talking, but so for so for this first episode it was based on uh what makes people attractive mm-hmm. essentially was the the overall thing and the first question which i thought was kind of a weird question and then i the more i kind of like delved into it in my brain i was like well maybe this does make sense so this was a question uh for for the men uh basically it so the question was uh are good dancers higher in sperm count? Mm-hmm. And to me, I thought, well, that, those two things don't correlate. But then I thought, well, it's about dancing about being relaxed in your body and being able to like, you know, to kind of dance like nobody's watching. That's why I can't do it. I'm the most awkward dancer on the planet, guys. Naturally. But I thought, well, well, maybe they're so confident because they got so much t- testosterone running through them that Maybe those two things do correlate. Yeah. So these guys, these uh, judges came in. They said, raise your hand if you think you're a good dancer. And uh, 10 guys raised their hand and they said, okay, keep your hand up if you're willing to donate sperm. (laughs) And these guys kept their hands up, which I, once again, I probably would have been like, bring my hand back down. Uh, I don't, I, I feel like, I feel like this is a trick you know
1: what I, I watched that scene and i said i think more hands went up
0: when they asked for sperm well i think i think that's the easy part of the agreement yeah I if, think... they, if somebody said <laughs> if somebody said do you want to dance and get judged by a large group of, in front of a large group of people or do you want to donate sperm i'd be like a uh, second one, second <laughs> a lot easier. one. <laughs> yeah and just just so we're clear when I'm doing the second one, I'm also not being watched and judged by a group of people, right? Because that, that's <laughs> Good question. a deal breaker for me.
1: Good question.
0: Yeah. So they take these, uh, these 10 men away to, uh, to uh, make their, their contributions to the scientific community. And uh, then they kind of moved on to the next question, which I was I, at the time I was like, we didn't even see him dance. What happened? But they saved it for the, for the end of the episode because apparently this, is the, this was the big question. Okay. So number two, which I felt I was biased on, does a uniform make you more attractive? Now we both served in the military, Yes. And my first thought was, of course it makes us more attractive. Me too. We look badass. Yeah. yeah. And it, it wasn't even a question to me. i like, of course, of course, if you're in uniform, you look more attractive. But then I thought about it, and, and I, I thought, well, like, I feel like a lot of the women I served with, when you're in uniform, it's it's not most uniforms aren't cut to, to show off the female body at all. No. So, so I, I thought, does that mean, I, I kind of, the more I thought about it was said, well, I mean, I don't think uniforms make females more attractive. Right. Uh, and I thought, well, I just assumed that I'd be more attractive in uniforms. <laughs> yeah, I just so assumed. I, would. I guess I actually, yeah, I guess I I, I, I thought about it. I'm like, I guess I just, I don't really know. So Whoa. they took a group of paid actors in uniform and they, they cut the group into two, the the 100 people into two different groups. So the first 50 met these paid actors while they were in uniform. And the second group met the paid actors and they were in regular street clothes. I thought it was weird. Uh, I, I didn't think it was weird. It sort of made sense. They threw in... A fast food worker. Yeah. Guy dressed as a fast food worker. There's a janitor in there. Yep. A police officer, which I was like, Yeah, of course. There's a military, there's a, a woman in the military member. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she obviously looked a lot better outside of the uniform. Guys, military uniforms are not <laughs> they're not meant to be tight and like show off. They're supposed to be loose enough that you can move around and do stuff and not hulk out and rip them in half <laughs> the first time uh. you put them on. Which was always a problem for me, you know. Yes. These gigantic guns I was carrying, you know, yeah. I picked things up, they it explode off me like I was the Hulk. It was terrible. Man, terrible. You was
1: in the gym. You was in the gym.
0: Oh, uh, the second half, my, my second tour, maybe. That first tour, yeah. I was like, I, I was young and I was like, yeah, I'll uh, I'll go for a jog maybe before my my PT test comes. Yeah. And <laughs> be good, and I still pass. And then the second one came around, and I was like, oh, they're like. This isn't, uh, my body doesn't seem to be reacting the way it was, (laughs) you know, four years ago, for some reason, I feel like this, uh, maybe that my lifestyle is starting to catch up to me a little bit,
1: maybe, maybe a little bit Uh,
0: when I went through this, uh, they actually kind of cut, which I appreciated. It wasn't just a yes or no. They actually ran some numbers. So it turns out women found many uniforms to be less attractive, but it was like a negligible difference. It was 6.9%. To seven point one percent, so that's a pretty negligible difference. Mm -hmm. Women did find, however, police officers to be a lot cuter, (laughs) uh, which I was like, "Well, yeah, you you got the got the uniform, got the gun, you look all cool and stuff, right, shiny." Uh, Now, the people that were on the low end of this spectrum, fast food workers, were found to be less attractive, which (laughs) I'm sure there's some like. Social, economic thing involved in that for yes, psychology. So where, where, do you th- where, do you think, where do you think you land on that, J. Mark? Um, so
1: do uniforms make you more attractive? Um, not, not technically, physically. Uh, uniforms don't make you physically more attractive, but it makes you more, and wantable is not a word. It raises your value, unfortunately thanks to them seeing you as a status thing in some of those uniforms. Um, So for, let's just go back to like the the basics of interaction, sex and all that good stuff. When you wear a uniform and they understand you have status innately, you can also connect that to having money, being able to provide security. Um, In certain uniforms, you have to come with certain physical standards. Um, like the police officers are considered to be like in shape to the general population we we know better, but
0: yeah, so and same with military members,
1: yes, same thing with those, right so i I get it yep. as when you think of when you compare those uniforms to oh and pilots stuff like that who also have physical fitness standards, I didn't know that that was crazy. and you compare that to fast food workers, janitorial staff, where you ain't got no physical fitness standards you um you work in public areas very uh, not very easy to get jobs but people look down on these jobs you're not known for making a lot of money it it clashes i can see it losing sadly again i can see you losing value because of your status so it's not saying you look bad but they don't think you can provide as well as a person in uniform or in the other new uniforms
0: and see that's what i thought about the the janitor and the the fast food worker i was mm-hmm. like they're gonna appear less attractive because when you when you look when you look at somebody you think i mean to me it's like is this somebody that can take care of themselves Can they mm-hmm. take care of others and uh when you look at people that make a lot less money you think no they can't take care of themselves or anybody else but you look at like Police officers, military members, pilots—pilots pilots isn't fair. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> everybody, everybody thinks pilots are attractive. Back. Let's be honest here. All right, it's not fair. It's a hat. It's that. It's that hat they run around it's in. That,
1: I love the hat. No competition. Love those that, hats.
0: It looks so stiff and uncomfortable, but gotta it be. fits perfectly on them.
1: They gotta be. They yeah. don't wear it while they're, flying. They just put it on nothing. when they walk in public. They know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's just that's just for us, guys. Yeah. That's just to raise confidence in us. But uh, yeah, I think that i think with the military and the police and the pilot that to me that says they've got discipline which is also i should know better because i did serve <laughs> in the military and that's not always those two things don't always correlate but you think they've nope. got discipline they've got things figured out you know mm-hmm. they've got a career mm-hmm. and you just naturally find those people be more attractive this one this one i knew how it was going to go <laughs> this one was uh question number three does level of attractiveness mean uh, that legally you get in less trouble? Yes, now j mark mm-hmm. I think it's okay for us to say that we were military police officers. Did yeah. you ever have anybody that was attractive try to get out of out of a ticket or of anything course. like that with you? Yeah, I had the same thing, and honestly, it, at the time it used to make me really mad like because <laughs> I'm like. Seriously, like this is like you think I'm 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 just so dumb that I'm just going to be like, oh, obviously she wants me. I should just not give her a ticket. Yeah, He's She just, wants you. Yeah. Yeah. It made me so mad when that happened. I'm like, no, I listen. I know this is no, this isn't going to work for me. I'm going to write you a ticket and you can leave. I, I just I, I mean, it's just it just would blow my mind that I'm like and you'd see some guys that it would work on. Yes. And I was always like, how? Dumb are you? She doesn't think you're attractive. She wants to get out of the ticket. Facts.
1: But you know, some so, people are hopeless romantics. They just hold on to that little glimmer of hope. Maybe this is the and, real one.
0: And see, and see, I don't even think it's the hopeless romantic. I think it's it's like that fifty percent most attractive. <laughs> I think some of them are like, look how good I, dude, look how good I look. You know, what everybody here wants me. I'm in the top fifty percent. Yeah, I'm the top fifty percent. You don't understand, Matt. You're in the lower fifty percent. Oh, but, no! Uh, so what they did is uh, they showed them six mug shots. Three of them were decidedly less attractive mm-hmm. than the other three. I mean, th- these guys were clear, like they said, they're paid actors. Some of these these guys look like models. It was, I was like, there's no way that person's going to jail. <laughs> uh, so they took, they took, uh, they, they matched them up. And they take one of the attractive people with one of the, the less attractive people and they would give them the same crime. So the first one was, was meth. It was, it was having and making meth. The second one was, I didn't even write down what the second one was, but the third one was manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Which you think that like, and it was, it was like, it was manslaughter, but it was the kid. You accidentally killed your kid. You left him in a car and the heat killed him. So, for the first one, which was the meth, uh, the less attractive person, everybody, everybody voted, and the average was 13 years, which is a lot. <laughs> All right? That 13 years in prison, that is a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And the handsome guy got eight years. That's, this guy got five less years <laughs> because... His fe- his features were more symmetrical, or whatever else they were they were judging on. And
1: don't forget, this is on average, so they had you know yeah. the older guys, yeah. older women, stuff like that, all voting on this. So yeah, yeah,
0: you you know that they were like, you know, there's some people that are like, oh, give him 40 years. I don't know, I don't care. <laughs> yes. And so and some of the people were like, oh, look how cute he is. Give him give him give him six months and have him have him give me a call when he's out. It's fine. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. The second one was theft. Mm. uh and the it was it was like it wasn't like a huge amount but it was still theft so the less attractive person got six years and the more attractive which was a male got three years so Mm. once again we're looking at right around half half the time (sighs) which is insane then we get to the big one and this one was to me it was like they left their kid outside in a hot car in a hot day child died and to me like that i'm a parent so i immediately was like no that person that's that's terrible how do you how do you forget your kid outside yeah hot car i i i I wouldn't leave my kid out i mean now she's older so now i can be like hey i'm gonna you know lock the doors i'm gonna be back out just let me back in and she's fine she's usually playing a video game or whatever else so she's like yeah okay but like a kid that's a lot different. And I don't leave, even my, my kid, who's a little bit older, I don't leave her alone for long periods of time. It's like right. if I'm running into the gas station or something, <laughs> not like if I'm like, Hey, I'm going, I'm going, uh, Christmas shopping in Walmart. So <laughs> I need you to sit out here in the car. I'm going to be back in like two, three hour stops. Uh, no big deal. If you have to pee, there's a bottle back there. there you, go. you know? <laughs> so third one, the manslaughter charge, the less attractive person, got 33 years which i mean I, yeah. I didn't know how i felt about that timeline but i did know that the less or that the more attractive person didn't deserve to get only 17 years correct which was, again was half crazy of the <laughs> it's crazy yeah if i ever end up in court you can bet that i'm gonna go get my haircut <laughs> yes all sir up and looking as nice Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make them to- polish this turd until I'm at least semi-attractive <laughs> just to get some, a little less time for whatever I'm yes, in there for. Yes, indeed. Because apparently people are monsters is what I'm getting is at. It.
1: Bias, yeah. Inher- or not even inherent, but yeah. People bias is starting to show.
0: It's, yeah. it's unfortunate. Well, they, they actually, the judge actually met with a professor afterwards who confirmed he said, yeah, attractiveness is a huge, is, is huge. It's a huge part of how people are punished and uh, how people feel about them. Mind you, this professor looked like a lunatic. All right. <laughs> he looked, he looked, he, he looked crazy. Uh, he had crazy eyes, had some crazy hair. He just, he looked yeah. like he was, he was That's real, professor. real That's nuts. That's what professors look like. Bro, <laughs> I guess professors all look crazy. He must have <laughs> tenure. He's like, I don't give a shit how I look. There I mean, you go. You can't Once fire me. So. Safe. Yeah. You're looking I'm wearing pants today. So yeah. this is what you get. Number four, does being funny make you sexier? Now, J Mark. I will consider us both. Oh, J Mark is a stand-up comedian here. I am. I'd say we're both he's a he's a very funny man. I also would consider myself to be fairly, fairly funny here. You are so you know, I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's gotta, that's gotta be it. That's got to be the reason my wife puts up with me, is, is, my, is my humor. There's no other, no other logical explanation here. Yes. Oh, we got J-Mark. Yes, again. <laughs> J-Mark
1: J. Mark agrees with me here. It's all science. Science is so, it is so, I mean, one, the brain is really strong, we get it. But when you learn how it works and you're like, oh, dude, you can manipulate so much of the world if you just know how a brain works it's real it's not even like real deep at all it's real simple stuff get out tickets or get less a sentence by being attractive we know that little known fact um skin complexion being a lighter skin tone actually reduces your sentence as well darker skin people get longer sentences to... than light-skinned people why i study yeah weird study I... yeah
0: so it's it's innate racism look at our episode with the thirteenth—that's what it is. It's, it's innate racism, but about based on societal pressures.
1: Yeah, but about comedy, laughing, which releases endorphins, which people like to feel good. So if they're around you and you make them laugh, and it releases endorphins on a high level, they will naturally want to recreate those same moments and get that same high but if you're the only one that can make them feel like that even if you don't look good they will want to spend more time with you
0: i wish you had told me i wish you had told me that when i was 17. <laughs> I, I have no idea just 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 no That's, confidence no confidence at all
1: no just be uh, funny um, be funny <laughs> <That's>
0: so what so, <laughs> they did is they took two comedians uh, a guy and a girl and they uh, they put them in front of different groups and they had to tell a very boring story <laughs> let me tell you that when i was listening to these guys talk i was like i don't know how you were even awake right now these guys <laughs> there were the, these stories were i i don't remember what the what the context was i just remember being like holy crap there's no way i could sit through a crap uh, listen sit through like a briefing by these guys this is <laughs> not a briefing <laughs> yeah well that's what it felt like. It felt like a briefing. It was like, this is the information. I hope you all are paying attention. Please turn on oh, page four. Jesus. Yes. This next is slide. Next, slide.
1: next slide. Here.
0: Next slide. Yeah. N- next slide. Next slide. So then they they were then the, the groups that they spoke in front of were asked to rate them on levels of attractiveness. Mm-hmm. The male, oh, I'm sorry, the boring girl got a five point six. And she was I thought she was pretty. Mm-hmm. Um the male got a 3.6. That makes sense. Um, yes. So then they switched the, instru- the, the people, the comedians, and they had to tell the same story, but they had to be funny about it. And uh, the girl went from a 5.6 to a 6.7. And the guy went from a 3.6, which I think we can all agree, it's a pretty low number. It's terrible. That's, uh, that's hard <laughs> to come back from. Yeah, that's, that's tough to come back from. So the guy went from a three point six to a four point four. Still, <laughs> still a, a little on the rough side. I mean, out of ten, are we at, are we at a five or are we at a ten? That's the that's the main question here. Because well, I guess the girl's a six point seven, so it's out of ten. So four point four. I mean, <laughs> still that's not great. Hey,
1: but still, he's still bottom fifty percent. He he didn't even cross the fifty percent line yeah, yet.
0: Yeah, he's he's still in the lower fifty percent, but he's. He's one of the the apex of the lower fifty yeah, percent. You're right. right. He's yeah. Top of the line. I'm top of the bottom fifty percent. <laughs> uh Damn, so, weird. and this this was the question that threw me off. They showed you. They said this is for the this is for the people watching. They they showed you six people, and you had to pick the one that you found the most attractive, and they would click through the pictures of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did it a couple times. Now, did you remember what number you picked?
1: No, I do. I just remember the picture. I was
0: like, that was fast. All right, cool. At the end of it, they, they said, most of you are going to pick number four. Uh, Whoa, because oh,
1: the exposure. OK, yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah. with number four, it was they were their picture was shown longer than everybody else. And They said uh, it's. And the reason you find that more attractive is because you're more familiar with with yeah. that person. I picked number one <laughs> because when they first cl- first clicked through them, I was like, okay, she's obviously the most attractive. And I, you know, and that, that was at, they went through the first they went through the group, and they went back around. I'm like, I don't need to see him again. I already saw the pictures the first time. Like it was it was number one. So I don't I don't know I don't know what that says about me where I'm just too stubborn to get my brain to. Mm-mm. To switch over there,
1: you're perfectly fine. You're perfectly. Yeah, fine. I was
0: like, I don't. The, the timing had nothing to do with it with me nope. because I was just like, okay, uh attractive, less so, less so, less so. Okay, there we go, we're good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was because she was the first one I saw.
1: So if you look at it on a, on a wide lens, both things can be true at the same time. Um, people tend to remember the first and the last thing. Um, when presented something. Um, stories, you remember the beginning of a movie, you know, the highlight and then the ending. Same thing goes for like presentations. So for you to stick to the first person you saw is because you knew, it, your brain set you up to see a presentation of people. So when it got that first image, it could have just held that image longer than the next couple images. So it still could have been because you are familiar with it, but not because they showed it to you, but because you retained it more. It's just that makes sense. Through. That's how
0: I'm. Mean. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with it's just because she was fine as hell. That's she could have been. I mean, obviously, was obviously
1: she wasn't. Uh, I, I doubt you would have uh, picked the ugly person just because she showed you first and be like, "That's mine. That's the one for me right there." But that's
0: that's that's the one. That's that's the horse I'm betting betting this money on. That's <laughs> first. One. That's the that's the winner of this this race. <laughs> so. Yeah after they asked us all this question and I was left befuddled by why I don't fit into the majority of people, they come back to the first question. Does, does being a good dancer make you, or have anything to do with your testosterone levels? Mm-hmm. So what they did is they took all the, everybody that prefers male company, uh, sexually and put them in the crowd. So you got women, m- young men, I guess older men too. They got. Did you take out the mustache? This guy had a mustache that pointed out to the sides. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was I was uh, like, yeah, they that could was be the on craziest purpose. looking mustache. Yeah, like he had to have done that on purpose. It it, it looked like two fingers pointing out <laughs> in opposite directions from away from your nose. It was it was so strange, but know, to each their own. Uh, yeah, it was. Had a mustache you know, like mustache that, was powerful. No, I remember I had that, I had that gross, it looked like a, looked like a caterpillar was <laughs> resting on my face. And at one point I tried to shave because in the military, your mustache can't extend past the corners of your mouth and people are oh constantly on me about my mustache. So I went to trim it, but I went too far in. So I was like, okay, I just got to correct the right side. So it's even. And I went too far. Basically I ended up with a Hitler stash Oh, and i was like i should just shave this off but then i thought well technically it's within regs yeah my boss is my boss is gonna hate this yeah so i left it there for like two weeks i was just running around with with the furor stash yes uh and every time my <laughs> boss saw me he'd get so mad he'd walk away and i was like this works in but, silence. Uh, it's worth yeah,
1: silence
0: yeah he and he he said you have to shave that off and i pulled out a copy of the regulations i said sir according to the regulations I'm good, but yeah, so I, I, wrote that out for a couple of weeks, but then I, I eventually broke because however it works, I was rocking a Hitler stash. It was, it was not okay. Uh, I don't remember how we got to that subject.
1: Oh yes. The handlebar guy, the mustache. Oh, the guy handlebar the
0: mustache. Yeah. Okay. So, so, okay. They took the, they took the 10 guys that agreed to give sperm mm-hmm. and had agreed to dance in front of a crowd. Now these men had wildly differing body types, which yes. I thought, yeah, I thought. Well, this is good because, I mean, but this is this. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of questions in the air. Like, well, wasn't this person with the the like more athletic build be more attractive than mm-hmm. like the guy over here? That's like, I thought he was gonna have a heart attack while they were dancing. I was like, this man's this man's done. He's gonna drop right right in the middle of the show, and <laughs> it's gonna be the most horrifying part of the whole show. Mm-hmm. Well, they take these ten men. They put bags over their head and cut out eye holes mm-hmm. and they had them dance mm-hmm. some of these dances were uh highly erotic All that's right. right this is this is some magic mic dancing i'm trying of to layers. win yeah win me in that top 50 percent. i mean the, the crowd was going nuts there's cat they were cat calling mm-hmm. they were you know doing the oh covering their mouths like oh my goodness that's amazing and then they they voted on which one they thought was the most attractive so at the end of the day the way it it uh it ended up showing up is essentially there was no correlation between sperm counts and mm-hmm. your dancing now right. the, i will say that the person who got voted to be the best dancer was the second highest on sperm count
1: weird yeah coincidence but
0: the other 10, it had nothing to do with it. And one of the guys, they said his sperm count was zero. Correct. And I was like, I was like, damn, did this guy know that before he went in? I know. Really like, <laughs> I was thinking... he's about, like, I hope they told him that. Like, I, I'd be pretty upset if I found that out, like, on, on a freaking national television. Like, did this guy, was, this, did he, was he aware? Is there, like, a gen- genetic disorder that oh, somebody warned no. him about? Or did he just no. get in there and he's like, oh, I'm never having kids uh yeah this is this is highly upsetting i guess i'll go dance my heart out and hope i get the best yeah he went
1: home this is news to me
0: (laughs) yeah yeah sperm count zero i was like damn that is i hope he knew about that beforehand
1: that's right and that rep
0: he should have been uh, um
1: the lowest the lowest number on a dancing scale yeah
0: he should listen if he found out right then i bet he i I I bet he would have been the lowest number. He'd been like kind of shuffling <laughs> around, like, "Oh my God, something's wrong with me. I gotta, get, I gotta go see a doctor immediately." It's too late. <laughs> yeah, if it's a zero percent, guys. Then I don't. I, I'm not a doctor, but I think I think you're beyond help at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, they can give you an implant or anything to help out with that. I think it's just it's just a swing and a miss for you. Well, that yeah. and that wrapped up the first episode. Good times. And me and J Mark here decided to do two episodes and I was glad cuz I liked this I liked this second one uh quite a bit. The first one I was kind of like I, I was kind of like half into it but the second one this one uh I enjoyed a lot more. Love. And the the major the major question was at what age are people most effective? Mhm. <laughs> so the first so what they did is they split everybody into groups, the 20s, the 30s, 40s, 50s, and then the 60s. Now, one of the judges said the 60s are gonna do the best here. The other judge said it's gonna be the 20s. I I personally was thinking it was gonna be like the 30s or 40s. Yeah, because like you're you're approaching that age where yeah. you're like getting a little bit more wise. But you still have youth on your side.
1: That's what I was. That's and, what I was uh, thinking as well. You know, yeah. a balance. You got a little balance going for you.
0: Yeah, you, I knew yeah. it wasn't going to be the youngest twenty-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I figured the twenty-year-olds—they're all just thinking about sex anyway, so they're not. They're at least fifty percent of their, their their thoughts were going to be distracted, and the old people, uh I assumed a remote would confuse them, just and they would get past yeah. that point.
1: That's what I was saying. I was like I'm yeah. too old. Yeah, I can't do this.
0: Well. I, I like to say that we were, we, were inc- we were wildly incorrect. So the first question that they faced them with was which age group is the best communicators? Now, I was sure that the older people were going to win on this because I have, I have worked with groups of people. Yes, we have. And w- when the, the older group isn't yelling at you, or even when they're yelling at you, they're fairly good at communicating why they're upset or what you're supposed to be doing effectively. And it seems like uh, the younger ones are a little less so.. Correct. So they had one per, one person this this just seeing this would have broken me on the spot. I would have been like, well, I wow. would have been all the
1: pieces. I mean,
0: it was out of if oh. I was a judge,
1: I would have been in the back dying.
0: They, they gave these guys this chair to assemble, <laughs> and the person reading the instructions was across the room on a walkie talkie reading them through the steps, which this looked like the most confusing thing to put together. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate assembling things when it's just me and I'm the one making the mistakes. I can't imagine working with a group or having somebody read the instructions, like, and having no idea where you're at over the the radio. I would have, I would have lost my mind. No. So (laughs) what was funny was in the beginning, the sixty-year-olds couldn't figure out the radio, which was a poor start to the to the the race because they were the teamwork you know, too. It was a competition, yeah. The teamwork, yeah. they were, and I would say that in this, in the thirties, uh, the guy that was communicating for them was terrible. Oh my god, uh, the worst! He, uh, and she was upset. She was upset I, at the I, end. Yeah, they just stopped listening to him at one point. They just like put the radio down. And i was like man you know that guy volunteered for it and the rest of them were like we should have said no like why <laughs> we say yes now we're gonna do terrible like we tried to be nice and now we look stupid in front of everybody yes yes indeed uh so despite their rocky start the 60 year olds assembled the chair first which was shocking to me because yeah. i was sure they were never gonna get the radio working <laughs> um second place was the 20 year olds yes unfortunately Also shocking to me. Yes. And after that, 50s got third place. 30s got fourth place. 40s never completed the chair. (laughs) They were just – at the end of the day, the the judges were like, can we just put them out of their misery? Like, this is so sad. They weren't even close. They weren't even close to finishing it. There's still pieces everywhere. I'm like, guys, I feel like just by trial and error, you should have put together a chair by now. It was hilarious. Uh, Oh, Matt. Oh, it was –
1: was i mistaken yeah. the instructions also had no words it was just pictures on
0: how to assemble oh yeah i forgot about that yeah that's what made it so that's what made it so difficult yes. there's no there's no words on it it was just pictures <laughs> pictures and i was like a a lunatic put uh put together these these instructions yes. like a, a sociopath that knew people were going to suffer from this it no. was it was great I oh, get It man. was
1: great to watch because the frustration the frustration on that on that on that I was like man when we left when we met back up I am cursing you out <laughs> you were
0: yeah no help that 30 year old that 30 year old communicator I was like I would have been like hey man come to the bathroom I got to show you something right yes. just just beat him like a piñata because that dude was terrible I There's I no figured way. the 60 year olds were I figured the 60 year olds were going to do good as soon as they figured out the radio because they don't get as excited as everybody else does right. like they're much more calm. They're much less likely to make mistakes. And then I figured, you know, 20 year olds, they had the speed behind them and all the groups in the middle, just, I don't know what their, what their problem was, but uh, it did not go well. Right. So. so number two, the second one was which age group has the best short-term memory. Now I knew the 60 year olds were out on this one. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I knew. <laughs> yeah. No, I I knew that was not going to go well. That was that was where that was where they were going to get knocked off their pedestal. This is it, they had things gotta, going. Got to make our too good for too long. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> been one so challenge. They,
0: <laughs> you know, gonna knock them right off that pedestal victory. So they were given a grocery list to memorize and then set out to conduct tasks. Mm-hmm. And after each round, they would add something to the grocery list. Mm-hmm. Now, even though I say. The sixty-year-olds would have gone down in flames. I would also like to point out that I would have made it maybe a round or two <laughs> tops, and I would have just burnt out terribly. I have the worst short-term memory. That mm-hmm. I'm functionally a goldfish. I mean, I have to. I have to write notes to myself. Like <laughs>
1: you got to do uh, the song
0: in my truck. Yeah, like don't forget wallet.
1: No, remember I mean, you got to put them in the song. That? Well, That's how they did it. You got to put it in the song. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And that's, that's one of the ways they did it, and it seemed to work. People were making <laughs> songs out of it and clapping and dude. doing hand motions and dancing and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I feel like between the grocery list and whatever task you had to complete, that would have confused oh. me enough. If I would have had to memorize dance moves, <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't have made it past round one. It would, have been, it would have been over. How about you? Do you have a good short-term memory?
1: Um, I can reenact things over short term i cannot vocalize it always
0: i i blame my short-term memory on just repeated head injuries and lots of drinking in my 20s i think my brain is just uh just a just a thing of soup right now question i'm surprised it's not leaking out my ears yes
1: um are your head injuries related to the drinking or
0: are they separate incidents some of them yes, but <laughs> quite a few of them no. Uh I I also lack depth perception and oh. I'm not I'm r- real bad at uh at situational awareness. Man, uh, so I hit my head a lot. I I actually last week it's finally healed up. I uh I I, I ran into a pipe in a basement. I had my hat and the bill was over my <laughs> eyes a little bit. So like I was, when I was looking, and I was looking down at stuff. So when I looked up, the bill was blocking the pipe and I, I ran my head into that thing so hard. And it was right in front of a customer. So I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, I I wanted to scream obscenity because I hit it and I was like, yeah, that's definitely bleeding.
1: I'm sending you, I can't, <laughs> and, uh, I, I cannot hire you for stuff like this. If I see you hurt yourself before the job, I'm like, I'm not hiring you.
0: Oh, and that's why I just pretend like nothing happened. I just, <laughs> I just locked down that pain. I got out to my truck. I took off my hat and was like, Oh, my God, it hurts <laughs> so bad. And I was like, oh, I'm bleeding. I've got blood on my hat. That's good. Oh, no. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, got a, I got a good one. It was uh, a hat. And, I, and, of course, on top of that, you hit your head. I had a goose egg. So for the rest of the day, I had to wear a hat to cover up the goose egg. But every time I, re- I pulled the hat down over the goose egg, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> this is it. I'm coming, Grandpa. I'm
1: so uh, sorry. I'm so sorry this happened. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I'm just naturally prone to – I have bruises all over my body. I run into things all the time. Or all the time. <laughs> glasses are not. I oh, all the that. time. Yeah. yeah. My glasses, I, it, it doesn't fix, fix my situational awareness at all. But uh, <sighs> luckily, I've got a lot of padding. So, you know, when I run into things, there's, there's less damage. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Grocery list memorize people were dancing, yeah, uh making songs out of it. Uh and the way it ended up working out, which was almost the way I assumed, I thought it'd just be like a natural progression of age. Uh I thought it'd be I thought it'd be twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties.
1: Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh,
0: what it ended up being was twenties, thirties, sixties, and then forties and fifties. When it first started, the first person get knocked out, it was like the second, second thing was a 60 year old. And I was like, oh yeah. Oh, this, this is me going that down the flag. It. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is this is not a strong start for the 60s. But they I pulled through. Going... They pulled through they ended up in third place which was was pretty impressive. Now, number 3 on the question, which age group has the best technological dexterity? Which I was confused by the question. I thought it was going to be like you have to program a TiVo or or something, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, 60s, no way. Not, not going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, funny story. I was at a customer's house the other day, and the customer was a really old lady. And she was like, I can't figure out how to program my shows. And I was like, uh, okay. So and she lives alone. And I felt bad. So she, I, I got the remote from her, and I set it up to record uh, her soap operas that she wanted to watch. Like, she, she yeah she kept every time she tried to do it she changed the channel or the input and she's like i don't even know where the tv shows went <laughs> like just just give me the remote calm down press this button when you want to watch your shows okay just relax she's like thank you so much young man and i'm yeah, not i'm yeah. not the, uh, yeah i'm not not that young but she was really old so i guess you know perspective That's as Jane marcus mean, preached yeah so technological dexterity They took a hundred earbuds and tangled them in the exact same way. They said, we got our unpaid interns to tangle these earbuds in the exact same way, Uh, which I'm sure was just a lovely job for them. I'm sure at no point were they frustrated or annoyed, you know, 97 headphones in where they like, I should have gotten a different job. They took, (laughs) they took them and they had them all untangle them. And this one, I didn't really have. Uh, did you have anybody that you thought was gonna come out on top on this so i i can tell you i thought the
1: 60 year olds were gonna be in the bottom because um when it comes to like untangling then am like you gotta you know the coordination has to be there and you have to you have to be able to see what you're doing stuff like that So I was like yeah 60 you probably ain't gonna be there um 20 you should be familiar with it because you actually use earbuds you know Mm-hmm. earbud cords 20 2030, y'all should be fine but i definitely thought 60 was out 50 was gonna struggle 40 was gonna be about mid so reverse i thought it was gonna be like like what you say like yeah 60 worse so on and so yeah. forth
0: yeah and i i thought the 20s would be the best just because they're so they're faster yeah and that's that's the way i was thinking i i and i i just remember situations like this with my like my what happened with my dad and if he was trying to like untangle something, he'd get so frustrated he'd be like fuck it and just throw it across <laughs> the room. <laughs> so I was picturing a lot of sixty-year-olds just losing their minds at this. But uh, the way it, the way it came out is the sixty-year-olds actually won at the untangling contest. They did. Which I was, and, and once again, I place a lot of that just on calmness. I feel like their energy levels are going to be a lot lower but would when your brain starts flooding with adrenaline and, uh, and all kinds of stuff when you're trying to figure something out really fast or do something yeah. really fast yeah. it doesn't make you think it doesn't always make you think sharper no so you start going ahead and start yanking at it it's gonna it's not gonna not gonna happen yeah so but yeah the 60 year olds uh one i think the 20 year olds got second place and then it was just kind of you know, a crapshoot for the rest of them.
1: Just... It makes no sense. Why yeah. do these 60-year-olds keep finishing first?
0: <laughs> it's, it's, they're old and crafty. but That's, that's what it is. The 60-year-olds made were it that first. far. they They're like, I, I'm in no rush to do anything.
1: 50 year old finish last.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand. The 50-year-olds were, were a little rough, a little rough on the edges. I guess they, uh, they didn't quite they, hit they, that they pinnacle yet. Yeah, yeah, they were just at the point where they're still got those 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 stupid hormones that make us all act ridiculous <laughs> on, on regular on regular uh points. Uh, they just hadn't hit that, that wisdom yet.
1: I would have been right. Yeah. So fifty, if sixty, because it's in second, third, fourth, fifth, it's 20, 30, 40, 50s. forty, fifties. Sixties are in first. That's everything else fell exactly how I would have guessed it would have. Yeah. But sixties yeah. weren't it.
0: So the fourth one was which group, which age group is the best at creative thinking and problem solving? And this was, it was like being locked in a panic room where you had to figure out clues and yeah. that help you progress to the next one. And I, myself, I was like, yeah, I, w- I would have died in that room. I would have I starved to death in that room. You gotta give yourself more credit. This kind of thing. Training. Oh man, I don't know. I was looking at some of this stuff and I'm like, Dude, that would drive me nuts. I would just, I, would end up breaking one of the chairs and try to pry the door open with it because this is not
1: breaking one of the is,
0: chairs. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Let I'm me out. Gone in panic mode. I can't breathe. Let me out. Oh my god. Um, but so there's like, what essentially what it was is at after all the clues were added up, it showed you how they wanted you to exit the room, and you had to be doing a bunch of things. You had to be holding hands. Mm-hmm. I had to be skipping, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of other things. But I thought just the skipping, I'm like, you're gonna kill one of these sixty-year-olds, man. It like, ain't got to be. Some, uh, let me just say, <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let me just say that these sixty-year-olds, they weren't like a young sixty because I know people are <laughs> <they're> in their sixties <laughs> that like they're in a young sixty, and they look young and healthy, and they're like moving around really good, and like you know they they look and act much younger than they are. Mm-hmm. This is an old sixties group. All right, these guys looked rough. And some some people just age prematurely and you're like, okay, that guy either had a hard life or bad genetics.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, I've seen that.
0: But, and these guys were just, it was, they looked, they looked like a rough sixties. That's funny. So the 60 or no, I think the twenties figured this one out fastest. And then afterwards they added up all the scores with, you know, for and each first place, second place, third place, fourth place, blah, 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 blah. They averaged them out, and the group that was most effective was the 20s. Yeah. Obviously, second place was the 60s yeah. by a very close margin. Yeah. And then the worst was was the 50s, who uh just just sucked at everything. They didn't even figure they didn't even finish problem number four again. They didn't put the gear in the chair, and they didn't figure out the creative thinking and problem solving. They just want to eventually the judge came in they're like, That's what I yeah, mean. Eventually the judges just kind of came in and they're like. I've actually judged came in, they're like, Everybody else went home. You guys got to go. Yeah, go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's over. We got to drop
1: everybody between 40 and 50, go home right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they, they talked to a professor about this, which was he had a very interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. He said that he thinks these groups did the best based on levels of happiness. Yes. Because they said happiness and age is like a U. At yes. the top of, of one side of the U, are the 20 year olds mm-hmm. you're young you're dumb you don't realize how, how hard life can be yet mm-hmm. and you're just happy and you're run around and doing whatever the hell you want correct all right then you get the 30s 40s and 50s and they're the lower parts of the youth because uh they're not 20 anymore so mm-hmm. they're working th- themselves a lot and they're trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives mm-hmm. and they're paying them off mortgages and all that shit that nobody wants to deal with. Yeah. And then you come up to the sixties, these guys are retired. They don't give a shit about anything. Correct. They're happy. They're doing whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, and, and the professor said, yeah, I'm not shocked at all that this is the way it worked out because these two groups are going to be the happiest. Yeah. Of the groups.
1: Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Don't forget. If you go back and watch them 40 year olds, um, working out the chair, they didn't seem happy at all. Oof. That was no happiness. There. No,
0: uh, uh, these guys were putting this thing together like it was a job. Like they were interviewing for a yes! job. And if they didn't get it done right, they're gonna lose their house. They were, they were pissed. Now, yeah. let me just say, the 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 communicator for that group was trash. <laughs> so I would have been pissed off and frustrated too. I can honestly say that I would have been like, listen, one of y'all need to go over there and just switch with them. Like, just, just switch him out. If he can't come back over to, here, I don't want him to just join turn. Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Listen, you go over there take the instructions on the radio have him turn on face the wall till we're done that's it. yes that's, that's all we have yes, to do please. because he was trash but he was um but then as you progressed like none of those groups that I thought were going to be the best they didn't even come close no
1: the 60s and 20 year olds bad. just smoked
0: them on every competition yes yeah it was real bad
1: yes um I do say so, it's a weird Core I, I think it will be, of course, more correlation than causation. I don't think happiness per se um, helps me. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe not. your frustration levels be, be be lower so you can think a little bit clearer. so it might be easier to do some of those puzzles and whatnot. man? Um, yeah, they might they might be onto something there. We talked about this this arch, often in class in that 20. Uh, I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's changing now in more modern generations because people are trying to stress less about work and mortgages and family expectations and, oh, I'm 40, I got to have a kid and my mom's going to be like, they're dropping those old, those old ideals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's,
1: it's not, it's not flattening out a lot, but people are happier in their 30, 40s than what they used to be. (laughs) Like They're not like as happy as they were in their 20s, but they're much happier than like their parents were in their 40s.
0: Which is crazy because if you go back like 30 years, even like 20, I say 30 years, my, my older brother said when he got out of high school, he had his pick between five different jobs, any of which he could have retired on. Wow. And this was high school in the area. I mean, lots of those places have gone out of business now because the economy has been in the toilet for our entire lives, <laughs> which is why we're such a bitter, bitter generation. You're not but, wrong. So those were the two episodes of hundred people. Uh, we're going to make this a recurring series. I love yes. to have, uh, J Mark back in here. Uh This has been great. I, me and J Mark, you know, we're we're adultish people now. We are. We got kids. kids.
1: Yeah, kids. We Got careers. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, the the other night I tried contacting J Mark. He said, "Hey man, I'm putting the I'm putting the, the kid to bed," and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, been there. I'm gonna be doing the same <laughs> thing in half an hour." So yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> such a long process. Now, man. so I I don't uh, when we when. Uh, we're younger. I know you did not drink beer. Do you drink it all?
1: Occasionally, I'm always a bit more like a social drinker.
0: Okay, so scale of one to six beers, or one to six mixed drinks, or what what have you? What how one being the best, six being the worst? How would you rate this uh, this series so far? Um,
1: without my personal bias um off my yeah personal bias i'm 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 probably going in with six beers yeah
0: no it's gotta it's 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 your opinion it's 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 gotta be based off your biases
1: yeah yeah. um i i i try hard to have i assess myself and know i like this because of the psychological aspect and the social the interaction between people i get it um so definitely a six for people into psychology and sociology for people into, I don't know, action and entertainment, you know, probably about a four. <laughs> if yeah. You're looking for fight scenes, flashy animations, like you. <laughs> Some in-depth backstory. You probably might want to pass this.
0: Yeah. This yeah. this is one of those. I I would rate it. I'd say it's a two. I really enjoyed it. Um, the two beers would just be to make everything funnier. I think. Because it was it was pretty funny, but I think two beers would be just enough. Just to put it, oh. you know, like the next level.
1: How many beers would it take to make it okay? I did that in reverse. How many beers would I need to enjoy this? You know, I would yeah. need one beer, and I'd be like, "This is great." Yeah, but yeah. For other people, I I'd probably say, "I'll say about yeah, three or four, three or four You probably think it's
0: good. That f- that first one, I was like, I don't know I, what the hell is going on or what J Mark has gotten me into. And then by the second one rolled around, I was like, that man has good taste
1: it gets Wait until they do I'll, I'll give you a spoiler they do a torture episode about physical I, pain
0: i want to oh. see that one
1: yes now that one that's a little bit later in the season but that's like oh this is good this is some good stuff
0: i i'd like to see that one because i bet i bet anything is uh all the men in the group are like i can take torture so yeah well j mark Thank you uh, for joining me as a guest host. I really appreciate it. You've been fantastic. Thanks We're for definitely going to have you back on. Uh, I, have to, I have to say this, otherwise, the ghost of K will haunt me. So uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review for our podcast. We appreciate it. Tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell your loved ones. So uh, once again, I'm Matt. I'm J Mark Perry. Lena!